Welcome. You're listening to the Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. Join our epic pro staff around the Sonic Campfire for stories and adventures from our eastern mountains to the Chesapeake Salt. Let our highs and lows inspire you to take to the outdoors. Hey guys, you are listening to the Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. To my left, we have the Blind Shaman. Otherwise known as Phil Buckman. Good morning, everybody. How y'all doing out there? Good morning. And to his left, we have the R2 Engineer, Will. Good morning. And then following up, we have Sammy P, the General. What's up, guys? And I am Kyle. So, good morning, everyone. (laughs) How, uh... How was everyone's 2016? Good. Good. Pretty awesome. darn good. Can't really? complain. Yeah. We're now officially in the new year. When, it is when was the last time we, the, the four of us, did a show? I don't have oh, we ever. A couple of months back. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a while, while since yeah. you guys have been in the in studio. Yeah. Feels good to be home. <laughs> <laughs> Feels so good. Feels wonderful. So, 2016 was an awesome year for us. Um, it's the first show of of 2017. Yeah, yeah first show. Looks, new year. It's a big deal for new, us. New things coming. It's our second calendar year on the air. Yeah. But uh, 2016 was a huge year, um, both for our two pursuits and just our group as a whole. Um, we had some awesome successes not, out in the not field. Not to be confused with down in a hole. <laughs> Totally different subject. <laughs> um, Good podcast. But yeah, I mean, we, we got a couple deer on the ground. Um, did pretty good waterfowl hunting. I mean, not as good as we'd like to, but hey, can't always win them all. Sammy. What's up? We're doing pretty good with, in late <laughs> late season. Yeah. Better than what it was early season. <laughs> oh, man. A lot better. <laughs> <laughs> We're seeing them. Yeah, just ain't getting them in where we want them at. Hey, you guys were actually out yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah. It was it was a cold, cold morning. <laughs> Crisp. Yeah, Clean. we we stayed in the Clean. truck till about seven. Then we went out. <laughs> well, we the the first day, the first week, uh, we talked. Uh, I talked a little bit about last on the last podcast. Uh, you know, Sammy, Sammy Claus takes me hunting. <laughs> uh, and uh you know limit gets me my uh my first uh, official canadian goose limit and uh so it was really nice to have that that situation and then i don't know we uh not sammy's here maybe he can shed any kind of extra light on it but I, so i i wanted to tell the story when you were there um when you were here in the studio but i you know i was just it was too jacked up. I was too jacked up to to hold it back. Yeah. So what happened was is we we were we were out. It was miserable morning. I mean, it was as cold as you can get without snowing, and just pouring rain. And uh, and so uh, we're setting up, and it's like three in the morning. You know, maybe four four ish, three thirty, four o'clock. And uh, these these cops come out into the field. And uh, they want to, you know, they're just, did they're they, following up. Did they walk out? Did they walk out to well, the field? They, Will goes, hey, there's somebody here. I said, I looked up. Said, yeah, I think they're cops. 
didn't see the reflecting tape on the on the car. I said, yeah, screw them. They can come to us. <laughs> he's said, like, Sammy just, you know, mutters to me. Uh, he's like, let them come to you. You never walk out to them. I was like, okay. okay. Well, that, that's only fitting for the nickname, the general. I mean, he's in command of that field. And, and what Sammy says, it goes. Well, I ain't going to walk out to them. I mean, I mean, they can come to us. Yeah, I mean, they want to know what's going on. 250, 300 yards away, and they're walking through the... You know, the, the muddy goose field. <laughs> yeah, cause Come get me, copper. <laughs> so I guess it's similar. Not maybe like, I mean, we're out in the middle. There's nothing to hide behind. I mean, we're, it is what it is at that point. But yeah, <laughs> come out into this field. Yeah. An eight inch remnant of a corn stalk, maybe you could lay down behind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sammy ain't going to hide behind one of those. No, 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 no. So anyway, they, they, they come up to us and, uh, and I'm still, you know, got a couple piles of uh, hay to ra- or not hay, but corn to rake up and get uh, spread it out, yeah. to make our blinds look good. And, and uh, I, Sammy starts talking to him, and uh, and so I, I finish up and I walk over. And whenever I get there, the the cop says, "Oh, we're just trying to follow up on some uh, people called in, and they were wanting to know what uh, what's going on over here, and uh, you know." Uh, just want to make sure it wasn't an accident or something like that, you know. Whatever the the call in, you, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what he said. Is that what he said? Yeah. So a uh, couple drunk dudes in the middle of a field, running around with lights, <laughs> <laughs> raking up corn. <laughs> I know I do that every time I drive by a cornfield drunk. <laughs> well, hey, it was a DUI, Ducks Unlimited International. Baby. Hey, man, baby. Well, the thing is, I never. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought of that. <laughs> I never had issues with getting called up. Um, two years ago, we got we're sitting out in the field waiting for a buddy to show up, and we're sitting in our trucks, and I see his car pull up way out in the road there, and then all of a sudden the lights went on. It's like, what the hang's going on here? So I ended up walking up. She's like, we got a phone call. You guys out here doing donuts in the field? It's like. We ain't doing donuts. We're sitting out here waiting for a guy to go goose hunt and set up. It's all, that's what you're doing. It's a lot early in the morning. It's like, uh, yeah. I said, you got geese in the field? I said, it's competition around here. I mean, I already did all-nighters in the field to save a field. Yeah. But the thing is, it's just those people last two years, three years, are so nosy anymore. They want to know what's going on. In I mean, their, yeah, in their field, in their neighbor field. It's not even their well, property. Well, it is a heightened terrorist watch alert, you know, in the country now. So you guys could have been doing something very nefarious out there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, my yeah. question is, who's up at four in the morning just randomly? Uh, <laughs> people causing trouble in cornfields is apparently so. Uh, apparently. Plus, you're giving them something to do. Yeah. Yeah. But you guys ended up uh, getting a – did you guys limit out that day? I know you guys got a good amount down. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was a good day. But yeah. so, be, so the cops were like, you know, people were – we just were following up and stuff like that. And Sammy all of a sudden just out of nowhere goes, I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> to the cop. To the cop. <laughs> and uh, so and I, I kind of like alluded to this like last time. But, like, I, I can go on, like, even further. Like, so Sammy's doing one of two things. He's either 
a straight up Jedi and like waves his hand in front of the cop like <laughs> these are not the duck hunters you're looking for. <laughs> or <laughs> Sammy's actually like Tyler Durden and he's like running like a fight club behind our, our backs <laughs> and and we're not a part of it like so like you know it's like first rule fight club like never talk about fight club you know I don't know if it's duck club or whatever you're doing these cops are like yes Mr. Purcell you know <laughs> like they're like you know the, but so Sammy's like I know who you are and he's like yeah uh and then same you know the guy just kind of like said yeah and then the other guy goes well, boys, I'm getting wet. I'll see you later. And um, and and it was just like, bye. You know, it was like it was so like later. there was like I know who you are, and then I'm leaving. Like that's it. Like they, they left. So I I still don't quite understand the logistics behind it. Like I said, no, yeah. I'm not a troublemaker. I just know the cops around our area. <laughs> Depends what kind of trouble you're causing. I think that you. I think that you're controlling them in some kind of fashion. I don't well, know. I'm friends with a lot of them, so, I mean, there's a lot of good ones there. There's a lot of new ones. Like, one of the guys was out there. I'd never seen him before. Yeah, but you knew the other guy. Yeah. But he knows you now. Yeah. Yeah. He knows not to cross you. He knows not especially to mess with you. Especially in a bloody field. I keep peace. I try to keep peace. This yeah. That. Yep. No question about it. So, but we, I mean, we're, like, again, we're in no danger. We weren't, uh, we're in the field that Sammy has permission and, and, uh, and all these things to, it was, everything's on the up and up and we just had an interesting, fun time with the, you know, and then, uh, after that, we just laid in the field miserably yeah. and uh, wet, got cold. <laughs> wet and cold and, uh, we, um, ended up having just flock after flock of flock you know drop in on us it was i mean like got to the point literally after we limited out we just started videoing and laughing as they were coming in <laughs> were you even having to flag them in or were they just no 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 just perfect i storm? mean what happened is we had the first group coming and you still had geese coming in dropping in so we cheated them they'd fly off they wouldn't come in and then we'd just go out and grab them whatever and then we'd have another group come in Hit the call just a little, do some feeder calls or whatever, and then they come right in, shoot again. Um, one point, the second group that came in, um, we both shot. I shot a three different bird, and none of them dropped. I ended up switching to my mid-range choke because I had too tight of a choke. Cause they were landing 20, sometimes 15 feet in front of us. Damn. I mean, you could throw the gun at them. <laughs> it was so, and it was so loud. Yeah. I mean, they if you're not, if you're in your blind, the ground blind, and you're literally, you know, this massive flock comes there, wah, 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 and they're, and they're circling. It, it's one of the more exhilarating things I've ever been a part of, you know, having the, like a 40, 50, whatever fl big flock kind of drop in on you. No, it was, it was a good morning. I wasn't expecting that, and I got. For you that. exactly were expecting that. You had <laughs> such yeah, don't a lie. You, know you were you so were jacked up. Like you called me like the, the night, like at eight o'clock the night before. So I had almost no notice. But I mean, it was it worked out. But he calls me at like eight o'clock. I got a feeling. I got a feeling. This is gonna be a good day. Okay, wait. You got to do this. You know. Oh yeah, especially with the rain. I take every chance if I can uh, hunt in the rain. Yeah. It, it 
I mean, they just, and it was, it was, it was everything that we, you know, that hoped for. I mean, it. That's it, awesome. And I'd just like to add one thing to their story, just from observation afterwards. These guys are so dedicated for that perfect storm of a hunt. They were sick for a week after that, sitting in the rain. I, 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 I will say that. I, like, I, I didn't get I, sick until the week after, but Sammy got sick pretty pop, instantly. Yeah, the next day. <laughs> put me on. I couldn't hardly move. My body hurt real bad. <laughs> but it was Sore worth throat it. And so, stuff you hats off to you guys. I mean, so yesterday we had a little bit different approach. I mean, yeah, we could have laid in the field like that, but we, we took her easy on our bodies. Yeah, we sat up and went in and got breakfast and uh, still got up at like two and and then no, uh, I had to get up at two. Why did you get up at two? Because uh, he wanted to be prepared. Yeah, I wanted Heck, to be... I didn't get up till about three three thirty. <laughs> well, so we got up early, regardless of the the hour, <laughs> and uh, we we set up in the field. We got and then uh, then we went to sheets and. Hung out, morning constitutions, uh, had breakfast, and then uh, then we napped in the truck until... Yeah, I had to listen. To, Will said I snored too, but Will was like a freight train. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely were. So more than nose whistles. It was more than that. Yeah, it was like a monster truck whistles. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Chainsaw whistles. <laughs> We also uh, got our uh, R2 outfitter set up this past week. Uh, Friday, or this past Friday, I closed on my house. Oh. So we now have our official R2. And you officially saw some deer. Yes, and <laughs> was working on the house last night, and lo and behold, I'm. They do exist. A deer, deer came through uh, my backwoods, probably out at like 75 yards, and. Meanwhile, I'm covered in drywall dust and everything else, just shaking my head, being like, "Should have brought the gun up." I can't. I can't wait till the R2 pick your tree stand day at the Parkins property. Yeah, if we're allowed. Yeah, we gotta gotta put in the work first, Phil. We uh, got we got some trees to cut, food plots to plant. Let's bring it. Let's. I'm 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 ready to go. Yeah. Any uh, any other new events happen over the past week? Uh, oh, I got my bibs. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> was, was, was that even a Christmas gift or was that a New Year's gift? Uh, yeah, it was pretty much a Christmas, like a late Christmas gift. Uh, it took me a while to track down what I needed. And I am uh, pleasantly surprised at uh, the this, this setup. That, so I got um, Drake bibs. And that's the late season LST. Yeah. Um, and they they got like little pockets up front where you can put your hands in uh, and keep them warm and pockets everywhere basically. And uh, they, I have, I have the worst like this love hate mostly hate relationship with clothing, <laughs> like especially hunting clothes. It costs the the clothes cost so much, and having that. Um, just uh, my body, like my legs are short and my thorax is big, um, are you know, thorax. round, all these things. <laughs> it, it's so, it, I can't necessarily, like, it's not one size fits all for me. 
and most everybody makes stuff with like a 32 33 legs so i mean i'm really when i put them on my knees are walking into the thigh of the pant which is like walking uphill on a level if that makes any sense <laughs> Did you say thorax? He did. Did he? All right. I'm sorry to back us up, but I was just impressed with thorax. He was writing a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> Go on. Thor- Go on, Mr. Thorax. Yeah. The thorax. <laughs> it's all about these. It's a rare species. Uh, I'm worried about the knees. Is that like thoracic park? Thoracic park. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm derailing us. De- uh, so, anyway, yeah. So. I have, the, you know, literally have this issues, a lot of issues with clothing, and, and uh, you taller guys have some issues, but you don't have a lot of issues. Like, you guys fit into clothes pretty good. Eh, it all depends on the yeah. manufacturer. Yeah. And, Phil, how are you with hunting apparel? I, I'm with you, Will, when your waist size is about the same size, if not a little larger than your inseam. It is hard to find proper fitting britches yeah so you will the point of all this is i found a manufacturer who i'm not currently affiliated with um or at all other than um they they have a lot of stuff in the camo pattern that i'm uh affiliated with uh and so i have it in uh the new stuff in bottomland which i like uh which is my preference right now but uh, this is Drake, the Drake apparel, the Drake clothing. The number one waterfowl apparel. Yeah. I mean, anybody, you waterfowl, I mean, I love it. it. It keeps you warm. It's worth spending the money for. So they're getting a lot of things right. And I think what, for me, uh, you have the, the jacket and, and the, the bibs. So they have this big, gigantic, like like for my knees, like they have this big, like bendy layer like uh, around my knee that that you can i mean it just it works yeah. it, it works for motion and uh and then the the jackets are in the well first of all the yeah my the jacket i have i bought the uh packable vest mm-hmm. and the packable jacket and so which uh feels lovely <laughs> it's really light and really just but it holds in a ton of heat i de- i don't know how it how they you know what kind of technology that is but it holds in it's nothing it's literally just a really really lightweight nothing layer but i mean i, I was so warm yesterday and it was temperature was like 10 to 20 yeah something was, like that it was 19 when we left yeah, it was cold yesterday okay yeah yeah and and decent wind so we had a decent wind. Um, so very cold, and you're laying on the ground. It's not like, you know, you're shielded a ton from the from the elements. And uh, and I got uh, like another like kind of pullover, uh, one quarter zip. Again, just uh, really lightweight. Tons of like arm movement. You know, low restriction on your arms. I mean, you can. It, Raise your hands above your head, and the Lots bottom doesn't come up. Yeah, the, yeah. I, I just I don't know how they're what they're doing different, um, but it's exactly what I look for. Yeah, in uh, clothes. Well, in clothes. and it amazes me too. I mean, 
you look at all the advances that the human race has made over the past 30 years, and it's like, it seems like the one area where people have yet to come up with anything crazy. I mean, we're starting to see it now is clothing. I mean, you think about our bodies are constantly in motion, especially hunting, and we're just starting to see it, like you said, with Drake, they're doing it. I know Nomad's starting to do it with some of their garments where you have these areas where, in the arms, in the knees, where you have the fabric that actually can move instead of just having these pieces of fabric that just don't stretch or don't move. You're starting to see it more where it helps your mobility, and it's like, what took us this long to get to this point? Uh, it's almost <laughs> as if they're listening to the people who are buying their, their products now. to our podcast. Uh, our, our podcast, I'd like to think so. <laughs> but, well, they, sh- they should listen to But us. we'll hit on an important thing. I think, number one, they started building their product in layers. Yeah. So we all know you you start off hunting in the morning, it's as cold as it's going to get for the day, and it slowly warms up. And, and, and if you're moving, or, um, especially if you're moving, you need to be able to strip layers off or add layers if it gets colder or starts precipitating. And, and I like that option. I, I, I've always tried to pack for hunting, uh, ice fishing, where I can put layers on or take layers off. Um and then the one other thing that I really enjoy about this um, this product line is the fact that the pocket that in Will's three-quarter zip uh, jacket is a magnetic, not a snap, not a zipper, not Velcro where it will make noise. Um, I've often wondered, why do they use Velcro? That's a magnet. Well, you know right why there, that's magnetic? Yep, hear that? That's magnet. That's where you're supposed to put your call at so it doesn't get on cold Magna. days. It doesn't get frozen. Magna gotcha. attach. But I even <laughs> I like it for the silence factor. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. Because um, Velcro, we all know what th- that does. I mean, you can hear that across the field if you open up a Velcro. Oh, and, yeah. And if you get a zipper in the wrong dire- in the wrong angle or whatever, it's going to make a noise as well. Get anything yep. in that zipper in the wrong angle. Oh, it's gonna, oh, it's gonna, it might hurt even. You're going to make a noise. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it... I'm impressed with it. I'm, I'm putting it on my wish list now. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. So it sounds like, as usual, our R2 family has been busy this past week. Um, but even more so, it sounds like we have quite the 2017 ahead of us between podcast episodes, hunting trips, um, outdoor shows. I mean, it sounds like we got a pretty full schedule ahead of us kyle i'm really excited you said outdoor shows and i think that's our next thing kind of on our schedules is that we're gearing for and i'm very excited for this ata show here in town here um ata uh and that's not uh, not in town here in louisville 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 kentucky no the it's uh indianapolis this year oh indianapolis last year was louisville um, but yeah, Will, you're actually heading out to the ATA show. You're one of the lucky ones. Um, <laughs> a lot of us have this, um, uh, experience that we have at the great American outdoor show where it, it can be laid back. There's a little bit of business being done, but you're seeing everything and experiencing anything. This is like straight up business yeah. constantly just on steroids. You know, it's the one time a year, everybody in the industry gets together. So I mean, it can, I don't know, it can be, it can appear kind of stuffy, mm-hmm. you know, because it, it's like you, you really get to understand just how big the industry is. But at the same time, 
that big industry is in this tiny room or in this kind of you know arena. Yeah, this small. Yeah, yeah. So it is a a lot of go go go, shaking hands and and uh, handing out cards, and hopefully you remember everybody and and it, it's just it, it's an interesting experience. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I th- I think the one thing that I mean at least appeals to me from the ATA show versus like the great American outdoor show is seems like ATA, you have a lot more of these manufacturers and a lot more of the companies out there. So you kind of get that, that first look at what's coming down the trail oh, for yeah. 2017 where, I mean, I love the great American outdoor show, but I mean, there's definitely not nearly the level of manufacturers and suppliers that the great American outdoor show where you would have that like actual trade show like the ATA yeah, or something like the, that. The retailer involvement. I mean, uh, th- yeah, they're bringing their, their a game, yeah. every bow they, you know, they pretty much bring the whole line, uh, like, um, you know, top to bottom and every, uh, just everybody brings their A game at the ATA for, and uh, it's the Archery Trade Show Association for people that don't yeah. know what the ATA is. Um, so it's it's a lot of uh, archery centric, um, archery hunting products, archery. I mean everything that you need. It's basically everything you need to hunt. Yep. Just with a bow. Yeah. You know. So <laughs> I mean, it, there's a lot of blurred lines where, you know. Now, do you have like a wish list or checklist that you have when you go out there that you kind of want to see certain brands or certain companies? I mean, I know for me, I mean, some of these companies, I, I saw the new Prime Bro looks that, uh, what is it, the Synergy or the one new Prime Bro looks pretty awesome. And then the new Hoyt Defiant looks amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, um, Hoyt's come out early, released early. A, yep. cu- a couple of manufacturers released their stuff early. Uh, so a handful of these bows I've already shot, um, and they're just—I can't say. I mean, performance-wise, they're kind of the same, but the feel of changes. The yeah. feel, the draw cycles change. You get a little bit. It's more tactile, and, and uh, prices keep going up. <laughs> but the, like I said, you're getting. A different bow from mm-hmm. year to year with the the draw cycles and the things that cam changes. Yeah. Um, so, but I, what I'm what am I looking for? I kind of go in. I like to go in blind. Uh, I, I like to just be a part of the experience. And there's some things like with uh, with mossy oak that we uh, that we have to do or carry out. You know, during this pro- that that time when you get that those kind of tasks finished, then it's you're free to kind of explore. That's, and that's awesome. That's what. That's the time where I just kind of look around and, and be in the moment. Yeah. In the shaman world, we call that participate, not anticipate. <laughs> Makes sense. So wise. <laughs> but uh, speaking of the shaman world, um, being a beginner to archery hunting, is, is this a type of show that being a beginner I should get to or would be worth to me or is it more of okay Phil you're you're just crawling right now the great american outdoor show is probably your speed and once you get into archery and get a season or two in then the ATA will be more appropriate if that's what you're geared for or or should I go right to the ATA so, and and start learning well the ATA is is a different show it's a business to business gotcha so um 
you know, the great American outdoor show is, is a, uh, public, uh, you know, consumer show. So it, it's really, you know, anybody can come to that. Uh, but, uh, the archery trade show, show association, that show is, is, uh, mostly business to business. And then like everybody is there, um, from like TV people to, you know, <clears throat> big time, uh, Big time companies, big time um, marketing groups. Every every it, it's it's business. Yeah, business is being done, and there's only like three days to do it or four. <laughs> well, the way you kind of described it to me last year, will kind of it's the best way I could explain, it, at least from how you told me, is it's almost like the the red carpet of the hunting industry. I mean, you have the best of the best there, the the who's who's of hunting, both from the celebrity side and from the business side. I mean, you have the the top of the top there. Yeah. And everyone's there pretty much looking to do business, it's, looking to score deals and It's yeah, it's it's like there's a a lot of glad handing, there's some groveling, there's um, you know, there's some just favors. It's just, it's business. It's yeah. straight up, you know, whatever you can do to, you know, to make that those advancements, you know. Yep. And um it's basically what it boils down to is, you know, who can, who's helping who. And, yeah. and, uh, that's why it, like I said, it, it can seem very, very clicky and very, very stuffy, but I mean, we all put our pants on the same way and yeah. it's business is business. And, uh, but like, there's nothing better than meeting. Like last year we got to meet, um, hush puck. Um, and, uh, we put together a video for them. Yep. Uh, which Hushpuck's a little like silencer kind of dampener yeah. system. Um, we just it was just a happenstance. So we just we stopped at their booth. We checked in. Hey, what's going on? And oh well, well, you know, this is Will, and he's with R Two Pursuits, and they uh, you know they do video work, you know, from time to time. And it was just so we got to you know just made a little small connection. And I think that's the big thing for, for me and, and, and us as a group is that we love to like pull our resources. And, uh, if you have needs or something like that, we, we can make, you know, uh, give you some, a little bit of traction in the, uh, you know, whether you come on the show or you can, uh, or we can put together videos or some market, uh, social media marketing or something like that. That's the connections that we can, really yeah. shine on and i think that's kind of one of the things that benefits us too is because we're not at that level where we're strictly business operated so i mean some of these times we we make these connections and we're we're operating with them like we're a business so we're doing the business to business but other times too i mean perfect example is will you with captain mark spagnola i mean it starts out as kind of more of a business to Hunting business trip yeah well yeah it starts out as more of this like business to business or customer to business um approach and then next thing you know you become friends uh with these individuals from these certain businesses i, I wonder mean, if he would admit it <laughs> uh, that we're friends he, he might not admit on on this podcast maybe in person where it can't be tracked <laughs> probably not until we book a trip yeah <laughs> but he's got to cover 50 percent of the cost <laughs> But his wife will hear that before he does anyway. <laughs> She's a big, huge fan of the show. Great huge fan. fan. Thank Hi, God man. For not, not as big as Diamond, though. No. I think Diamond's probably our number one fan. Um, but, yeah, so 
ATA is coming up, and uh, yeah. Also, um, right here in our back door, or our yeah backyard, I guess, we have uh, the Great American Outdoor Show coming up, which is in Harrisburg. Yeah, and that's in the first first week of February. Yep. So I um, just to follow up, I'll definitely try to compile a nice little uh, list of synopsis of things that have happened or things that went on at the ATA. So we'll have a post ATA show. Awesome. But. I expect a full notebook full of uh, <laughs> full of uh, both autographs and notes. Lots of pictures. Yeah, lots of pictures. I don't typically do the autograph thing. I don't. Nah, I, I don't. don't yeah. I don't blame you. <laughs> They're people. Yeah. Yeah. Now, with you getting into this show, can you get into the shot show? I don't typically. Um, could could we? Probably, but it's we we make ATA priority. It's a well. I want to make I want to make shot show priority here. (laughs) That thing's huge, and that's one I always wanted to go to. Well, you you talk about everything there. Yeah, yeah. It's I've never we've never been uh, at least my like I've never been through Mossy. You know they uh, lots of people do go, but um, my division. We typically don't focus on the, the shot show. I'm actually surprised they don't because I mean that's like gone. Well, they, there's there Mossy Oak has uh, like a lot of divisions, and so my my uh, division, yeah, Shick. yeah, my area. We the just and I I'm just I again don't want to appear to be anything other than more than like a. A janitor, <laughs> like I'm so low level, it, but you know, but it, it's just uh, it's a great company to be a part of and work with, and and I appreciate everything that you know. But I, uh, yeah, we we just don't in my, but they do, you know. Mossy Oak's a big part of that. Well, just get two ta- uh, two tickets for me and you go. And- We'll, we'll go. Well, <laughs> well, Sammy, once we get rock and rolling here, we're going to be getting press passes to all these shows. I'm Sam, sure of it. Sammy, let's get four tickets. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Call you. Call we can, have a, we can have a good time in uh, Las Vegas, I think, is where they usually have it. Yeah. 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 We, we, so, we, tell we, them. I'm we, Sammy P. I don't think Vegas can handle our two pursuits. <laughs> <laughs> think it, think it might be the other way around there. I don't know. Either way. <laughs> But uh, yeah, but we also have the uh, Great American Outdoor Show coming up here, right in our backyard. Um, that we'll definitely be attending. Um, I know I always look forward to this show just because it's, at least for me, I feel like it's a perfect mix of. You have your, you know, your companies that they're showing off their stuff, but at the same time, I mean, as a consumer, you can get some good deals there as well. And then on the plus side, I mean, because we have that kind of dual approach that we can take here at R2 Pursuits where it's like you can you can go around, and talk to people and just build those relationships or you can it, go around talking to people and talk business. It's it's literally the um, it's it's ATA and shock show kind of combined, yeah. like slammed into this massive complex. Yeah. And it's it's huge. It's, it's where the ATA <laughs> and uh, shock show collide. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Phil. Uh, I'm, I, I just wanted. To, I'm excited to go this year. I couldn't go last year when you all went uh, due to a new position at work. So it's been a couple of years since I've been to the outdoor show. So 
And, well, yeah, and, and you're and going a, into in a whole a, different world now. Yeah. Just in just somebody going and buying a ticket just to look look. Oh, you got I, a lot of looking there. Well, I know. I'm <laughs> still going to do a lot of looking, but if I, you know what I'm talking about, I, I've uh, <laughs> I've also learned a lot in the last two years, and have really I've picked. I'm a hunter now. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a, a every once in a while go out and try to carry a gun around the woods for a few hours. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like I I now have some vested interest in in, in the outdoors and. And I know what I want, what I what I'm looking forward to, um, I'm, and just with going as R two, I'm very ex- excited. I mean, I'm going to participate, trying not to anticipate, but yep. I do know one thing: I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. This will be the first year that we're going into a show season where we actually have like something tangible, something yep. like that is ours, and something that we're you're creating and putting out for the. On a weekly basis, and and where we're actually kind of searching and looking to follow up on potential leads yeah. on our we, show, and we used to do a lot of uh, video editing and and different things and and video work, but like it's year to year, it's seasonal, and it was you know making small connections here and there and blah 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 blah. We just didn't have like we were just kind of like on the cusp of something, but we never really had yeah. That but, yeah. have what we have now, and we're like, the, we might we used to talk like, uh, like every couple of weeks or something like that. Now it's like every day we talk to each other. Absolutely, know, all eight of us. You know, one well, of us. You know, one of us do, uh, takes a crap. The other people know about it. <laughs> other than the sleeping hours, I mean, if two hours go by on our uh, our string, our communication string goes by without somebody saying something it's a quiet day i think oh absolutely we're getting, like a, new high, days. We're getting a new high score on the ar- archer challenge yeah you guys have i'm gonna sound like sammy p here for a second but you guys got a lot of time on your hands to get some of those scores you guys oh come on it's just hand-eye coordination <laughs> i didn't i mean yeah i don't know how stevie did yeah, it. oh he, he had to have cheated oh he broke the code or something there oh uh, <laughs> We found this uh, this game on on the Facebook, uh, which I didn't even know like how that worked or whatever. I just I we I went into it on the thread and, and it said challenge the R two group and I was like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so then yeah, that, we started do- doing that a handful of us and uh, we just keep going back and forth for the the lead and then all of a sudden out of nowhere so like the the high score was like 300 380 yeah. I, I believe 380 was the high score at one point and then all of a sudden stevie <laughs> out of nowhere gets like 1300 or something yeah it was just it was something stupid like four times the highest score that the <laughs> other person had stevie's like, like a savant with that archer game that yeah yeah I I have no clue. I I know he hasn't been able to replicate it, which is funny. Yeah, yeah, definitely William Tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh but it, it yeah, no one's even gotten close uh, yeah. except for Kyle's now in, in the 500, so everybody still in, hasn't broken four except for Stevie and Kyle. Heck, I can't even break 300. <laughs> That's I haven't got on it yet, so I'll check it out. Oh, come on, Sammy. You've been following it with minute-to-minute updates. 
<laughs> well, that's the thing. That's what he's saying. He's like, I had I, no clue what you guys were talking about. And I go on, it's like, I see these scores. It's like, what the hell are they doing? It's like, yeah, something I'm missing here. And then I seen it was Archer. He hasn't tried it yet. That's what he's saying. He's going to yeah. just dominate. He, he is. He's going to be the first to break two <laughs> thousand. So, show season is coming up. I think we, we're, yeah, we're going to try to. Um, I don't remember. Was it March? When is uh March four? Oh wait, for the Jaffa. For the Jaffa. <laughs> yes, for the Jaffa. Yeah. Sure. The Jaffa. <laughs> I ain't from around here. Sorry, y'all. Oh, is it is it spelled J O F F A or J A F F A? Ja or Jaw? Come on. We stand at T bars again. Uh, I haven't. I I know we uh, haven't really talk to him and think catfish talk to him but i i don't know what we're gonna do looking uh, forward to that year. we have plenty again. of places it's out yeah, tuna i know <laughs> yeah yeah we have plenty of places in Altoona to stay i think we're i'm gonna make it to that we're one coming to your house brad that's right brad this is a call out to you pa report coming at you we're bringing it through the greater skyways of pennsylvania up through the stratosphere above beyond the ionosphere yeah so uh that's something to look forward to. Um, hopefully, we'll uh, be able to do some mad podcasting at that time with yeah. the, with all our Altoona friends, yeah. and uh, might even break into the uh, Holsinger Fly Shop. Oh man, are we gonna get our flies wet that weekend? <laughs> you never know. Hey, <laughs> one in Altoona—that's what they say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe the guide service will break out. We could do a morning. Yeah. A morning fishery. Um, got Phil. That'd be epic. Yeah. Live on that'd scene. That'd be huge. Do a little live broadcasting with Sean Holsinger. Yeah. Um, so any of our listeners, if you guys see us out at any of these uh, awesome shows, I'm sure at least a handful of us will be in our R2 Pursuits garb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in the black and orange. Yeah. Feel free to stop us and say hello and chat it up. Um, we always love meeting new people and new faces, so... Make sure you stop by and say hello to us if you see us. Um, so other than show season, I think we have a couple other kind of big things coming up for 2017. Yeah. Anybody got any like hunts planned? Yeah, I think we do. Sam, you got a hunt coming up here uh, next year, right? Yeah, uh, October 10th. We're uh, we're heading out. To, well, we'll be heading out before that, but we're going out to Wyoming for antelope. So I'm really excited for that. Nice. Yeah, where? Do you know where? What part of Wyoming? Not really. Um, I'm thinking it's the upper northern part. Northern part of Wyoming. I, that's uh, where I took my antelope, and there's nothing like it, man. It's a crazy place. I, I love northern Wyoming, and uh, made a bunch of friends or a handful of friends up there too. Um, they're just easy, fun people love hunting. They love, love hunting and they got, you know, and it's just a different way of doing it from the back here in the East. You know, they do a lot of spot and stalk and they do water holes and I mean, it's dry and crusty. Yeah. So yeah, we'll be using rifles. I'd like to do an archery hunt one of these years. Yeah. I took my, yeah, I, I took mine with, an, with, with but my, I'm doing a long, hoit. long range shot compared to my brother and my neighbor. Yeah. I want to do it at 100, 200. Oh, I ain't screwing around. I want to shoot mine out farther. Take yours the way you can get it. 
I just take it the way I can get it, but just get just get them. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't well, be picky. I'd be like fifty yards or three hundred yards. Well, the thing is, I mean, a lot of those you got to stock up on them, so they want to get close as they can because you you hit it, you you that's your you can't go shoot another one. Oh yeah, you're chasing that one. Yeah. So I'll be practicing probably about five hundred yards this summer with my new gun. I can't wait to get that. So. Where's that from? Uh, that's from Hillbilly Custom uh, Rifles. That's up in uh, Vermont. That's uh, Nathan. Yeah. So I'll be. Are you like his best friend? Are you getting? Yeah, I'm like his best friend. I'm actually. He invited me to come up and shoot it with him. Yeah. So. Are you gonna I'm go? Going up in June. You going up in June? Yep. What? When? Where's our invite? What the heck? Can we go? Yeah. I, Your truck's I big enough <laughs> to fit at least four of us. Because there's a up. yeah. There's a lot of good beer up there that we yeah. need to. Purchase, yeah, heavy say <coughs> I can say something to him. See, because I'm thinking I'm sounds like a podcast guest. His place, so you gonna stay at his place? That's probably what's gonna happen. Yeah. So. Awesome. Unless you're taking other podcast guys that you yeah yeah you get a place. You got another so. podcast that you're not telling us about, Sammy? Sammy, you starting your own podcast? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> you gotta call it like the general store or the general corner. Yeah. But yeah, it's gonna be a long weekend. I'm gonna take off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and come back Monday. Yeah, yeah. Nice. That'd be awesome. So your antelope hunt, is that self guide or is you going through a guide for that? A guide. Gotcha. Uh it's awesome. best. I mean yeah. cause er- I mean it all looks as it all looks the same, and I know you got the sweet map thing that says, tells you people's property lines and stuff. But I mean, it literally looks like, you know, you're, I mean, you're crossing cattle fields and and, and all kinds of things that like, uh, it, it, big crusty land. It, it it's a, I think it'd be cool to do a self guided trip, but I'd stay with the local and <laughs> yeah, probably better off that yeah. way. It's like anything if they run on to somebody else's property then you have a, a local around they're gonna be able to help you out yeah definitely helps <clears throat> but uh I, kyle you go, you do anything yeah actually uh here in the middle of february i'm heading down to florida to do a hog hunt with uh one of my good buddies um from where i'm from and uh a big group of guys were driving down there uh, I think it's we're driving down Wednesday, so we're hunting uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and then going to leave like Sunday uh, mid morning. So yeah, we're heading down there for a couple of days to hunt hogs. I'm looking forward to that. Pretty much, um, it's weapon of choice. So I'm still kind of tossing around what I want to use for down there. Oh, I I wouldn't even know. Yeah, I, I, there's too many things that that's like I, I'm so torn because it's like I, because like I, I mean here in PA like most of my the spots I hunt I mean the longest shot I have I mean I'm out at like 50 75 yards because I hunt some thicker areas in PA so I mean I'd love the opportunity to take something out at like 200 yards but at the same time I mean it's hard to beat hunting with a bow and arrow I mean that's that's my go-to for hunting deer, and I, right. I just love the love shooting bow. The two hogs I've taken were, were with a bow, um, and it's cool spot and stock, and and uh, 
it's amazing how those things just disappear. The, the yeah. 200, 300 pound animals and, yep. all, you know, and they're just, they go up under a log or whatever and they're just gone. Yeah. What? It's like David Copperfield. <laughs> Hog magicians. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after, well, after hunting uh, hogs twice with a bow, how would you step that up or change that next time maybe to give you something different? It depends on the, lo- like, so the thing I would do maybe different is this location, like, um, so it depends on the location. If it's where where are you going again? It's like Central Florida, yeah. so it's so a lot like, of palm. And yeah, I I think about I think about a gun. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just because of the yeah the thickness of it. I think that you would get around a little bit easier, and uh, you know, and in, in that respect. Yeah. Well, and they have like. So for me, it would be just location dependent. Yeah. Where are you where are you going? Are you going? Down south for them, or are you gonna, you know? Yep. But my, this is my first year going um, down there and with this outfitter. But my buddy, he's gone past like four years. Um, but pretty much they have something. Is that Darren? Yeah, that's Darren. It's <laughs> my man. Oh yeah, I got but a man crush on Darren. They pretty much have a little something for everyone. Like they they run dogs, so if if you if you want to do the whole. Run up and stab one with a knife. Um, they run dogs. They also um, have rifles set up with the knife, which is a little bit more. It's kind. It's fairly humane. Like yeah. I know it doesn't sound like it, but it's very, very. It's very clean, very precise. Mm-hmm. It's not. Um, it's from a like a primal standpoint. It's it's about as primal as you can get. Oh, absolutely. But like it, it's very clean. Like there's, you know exactly what you're doing. You're up as up close and as personal as you can be, but it's so, yeah. If you want to do that, it's 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 available, but you know. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'd say it's probably the closest thing to a a guarantee kill that you're gonna get too. I mean. Oh yeah. Because the dogs pretty much have that hog lock. Like once the dogs are on the hog, they pretty much have that thing locked down, and you're basically finishing it off with a clean, clean stab or a clean spear, whatever you're using. But um, I think I'm going to hold off on that this year because since yeah. it is my first, <laughs> just, yeah, I, I think that'd be a little too yeah. much for me to just. You can still get very like even my my bow shots have been. Uh, I think one was inside of 20 yards and the other one was just like 22, 25, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it was you can get pretty close. Yeah. So I have that coming it's up. It's not easy. No, but you can get close. So I have that coming up here, um, the middle of February, I believe. Uh, I think it's uh, called God's Country Out- Outfitters, I believe, or something along those lines. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, looking forward. Who, to- who are you going with, Sammy? Well, that's how I was trying to find out. Can't remember on my phone. Your brother booked it. Yeah, uh, yeah, my brother, my neighbor. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, and looking forward to having some uh, hog meat. For, uh, that was going to be my next question, Kyle. Is can we eat it? Oh, we can eat it. I'm uh, break, planning on bringing the whole thing back. And actually, if if, the, if I'm feeling crazy, uh, they do issue another tag. I think it was another buck fifty or buck seventy. So if I mean, if I tag out early and I want to go out again, um, it's the cost. I mean, all things considered, from what you're paying for your initial one, I mean, the cost for another one's. Minimal. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say well, you're already down there. If you yeah, 
if you tag out first day. Yeah, exactly. A buck fifty yeah. for another hunt. You're exactly. already there. Go for it. Well, and you can then at that point you can be picky to try and hold off for like a 200, 250 pounder because I mean they have so many down there. I mean they have. I mean obviously they have the your larger hogs, but I mean I'm I'm kind of torn because it's like I don't know how much I want to hold off. I might because I've never even hunted hog before, so. I, one that's like a good size to me might only be like a hundred, hundred fifty pounder, and then so you we'll, know, we'll see. Th- th- that's always a for, for me when I'm thinking about what I'm killing and how I'm going to eat it. I, I will say I tend to have a hard time because of the palate. The younger the meat, the better tasting. Yeah. It is yeah, it's I, more tender. Yeah, usually, but I found, too, that, again, it's just how you prepare it, right? Amen. Absolutely. Amen. And I, and, and, and I am in that choir as well. Um, can I cook some if you get it? I, I, I'm interested. Yeah. In, I, I want to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's, I think I, you know, guys, where the shaman in me, I like to eat these things as much as I, I like to hunt them. Oh, yeah. And I think I'd like to eat them more than I do like to hunt them. <laughs> well, I mean, I think yeah, we're all kind of, yeah. It, but when you get to a certain level of hunting, that's the pure payout is just the food. Yeah, I think that's what most of us do hunt. I mean, we don't hunt. I mean, obviously everyone loves the peace and quiet of the woods, but there's nothing better than harvesting your meat and then yeah. getting the chops. And yeah, yeah, people <laughs> people eating tasty animals. Yeah, I mean, if I wanted to just go sit in the woods, I'd go for a nature walk, but. I like to get uh, some meat for all the effort I'm putting in, too. Mm-hmm. Um, we got any other hunts coming up here for the R2 team? Uh, some Captain of Martin, yeah, some of ours are kind of, or mine in particular, and I know for a handful of us, it's to be determined. Uh, that we, We'll do that after, we'll know a lot more after the outdoor show, um, the, the Great American Outdoor Show. We kind of, we're going to, we might book there. Or start to book some of the stuff. Um, but like with Captain Mark, I think we got the snakehead hunt. Um, if we can make that happen. Um, Span the Void guys want to do a stingray hunt. So I'm not going to say no to that. No way. that. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know for sure if, but Sean and I or whoever um, might try to make our way back up to Canada. For some black bear, uh, I tell you what. If 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 financial reasons I can't hunt that, I would love to still be able to try to go along, go along to film or or do something. I, I just from your guys's stories uh, and on previous podcasts, I I just want to go see this place, experience it. I I yeah. don't ne- maybe the first year I don't necessarily even need to hunt to to get a kick out of it. Yeah, and, and that that was the thing for me was I mean beyond killing was just that experience of being up there and seeing this kind of bear culture community, you know that uh, you know being up in New Brunswick, which is like uh, Maine, take a right, <laughs> head towards the ocean, um, and you go up there and it's just dense and, and, the, and the woods are different the the people are different and fun and uh the um Betts Kelly Lodge is just beautiful it's you know um right on the river and and, and everything about it it was just kind of 
magical for us and, and i'm really really was blessed to go up and and experience that and and see the bear that we saw and and uh has had opportunities to kill um but i was just learning man it was just meant a lot just to kind of like learn that that situation and what to expect because you don't get that level of bear interaction in pa and that and that's kind of why i'm i would go up there the first year just to get the butterflies out of my belly and get familiar and 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 like I said, I, I think I could go up there what the first year and be just as excited just being there and, and immersed in that setting and it's a different world than what I've ever seen and and just a new experience and then kick it up a notch by getting behind a bow. Yeah, it's up to you. I mean, I, I would personally. If you can financially do it, which is not a, a, a huge, huge financial commitment, uh, and comparatively from one hunt to another, like it's it's pretty much spot on. You know the uh, fifteen hundred, two grand, whatever, and then uh, with the license and or and then you know whatever taxidermy needs you might have after that. Um, meat preparation we processed our own you know we got in like what i don't know who who showed up that day sammy p showed up i think you guys got into town around 8 p yeah we got got in at at like 8 and then uh we started butchering the bear like instantly (laughs) so it was pretty cool i mean it was like instantly um uh we processed, you know, so we just brought it home in big coolers. We, they chunked it up for us, and and uh, and then we processed it when we got in. Field the table. <laughs> it was <laughs> pretty much instant, yeah. and it did taste good. Uh, referring yeah. back, it's not to a terrible the- drive for us. You know, we're in Central PA, and it's like a, you know, it's not the roads are pretty much three lane highway the whole way. It'll take you guys like twelve hours. 14? Yeah, like 13, 14, 13 hours. Oh, we can do that in a day. We can do that in a day. Yeah, we left. Sean and I left at like 6 in the morning, got home at 8. Yeah, it's not bad. With all our stops and slow traffic and bathroom breaks, nothing, you know. That's awesome. So... But yeah, so we, I don't know, like, like I said, a lot of the hunts are kind of still to be determined, but we 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 definitely are uh, working them out actively. Yeah, and as always, we'll definitely be sharing all of our journeys and successes with you guys through our Instagram and our podcast and all of the awesome social media that is out there. Um, Anybody else have anything they want to talk about for 2017? Well, I, you know, just... To, and, and it's kind of will derail us off the hunting, but I think the only thing that can pull a Pennsylvania hunter out of the out of the mood to hunt might be the wrestling season. There's a few of us I know on our pro staff that are have kids in wrestling that are that we're looking forward to good seasons and seeing a lot of things happen. I know that uh, a couple of the guys over in, in the PA rut report um, are are have sons in the season. So I think as far as the only distraction from hunting and fishing is this is our kids wrestling but uh outside of that uh i'm really looking forward to the great american outdoor show maybe finding us something another hunt to do being a midwest boy i would love to be able to travel with my uh east coast gang back to the heartland and maybe do some shooting or 
something somewhere if we could find something that that tickles our fancy. Yeah, and I I'm completely forgot we didn't even, we we're missing our two uh, key fishermen here, but I mean we're gonna have some fishing journeys for you guys as well coming up in 2017. Yeah, for Sean sure. promised us a, a a guided fly fishing trip, you know, which I'm. I'm really looking forward to that because I've learned so much and I know you guys haven't fly fished as much and, and, and he's just kind of like a little bit of a um, treasure for us to, you know, have him on our team and in uh, our family and, and everything because he's just, he's very, very smart and very generous with his time and his resources and... Um, and patient. Yeah, just, I mean, you can tell by his beard that he's patient. A good, oh, yeah. a good teacher. Love you, Sean. <laughs> Miss you. Um, and even before we get out fly fishing, I'm excited for, and I purposely did not bring this up because of not having catfish and Stevie and, and Sean with us today is ice fishing. And Ooh. Mr. Eight, you forgot him. Uh, well, d- <laughs> who's that? Never heard of her. Never heard of her. Never heard of her? Uh-uh. <laughs> he's, he's, she, come she, on, guys. Is, he's sick. Is she? Uh, is is that she, Mrs. Eight? <laughs> is she changing an air filter in her car? In her car or? She, he's not feeling good. He's just well. Heck, he doesn't want to get everybody else sick. Four of us <laughs> at this table aren't feeling. I think we're all, <laughs> we're all sick. <laughs> just feel really bad. We love you, Mister. Ain't throwing up. You should have been here. Yeah. <laughs> the general has spoken. Yeah, that's right. So, case in point, 2017 is going to be an awesome year, both individually and for us as a group, as Rutten River Pursuits. Um. Thank you guys for listening to us in 2016, and I mean, things are only going up from here. Gentlemen, where can they find us if they're interested in learning more about us? World Wide Web. www.ruttonriverpursuits.com. Instagram, Facebook, other multimedia, social media outlets. Stalk us individually. Yeah. Um, and who knows, maybe the next diamond is out there somewhere. <laughs> Y'all can find me on the greater byways of Pennsylvania, that's for sure. Byways and skyways. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. And we're looking forward to an awesome 2017. Peace. God Peace. bless. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Rut and River Pursuits podcast. Follow the R2 Pro staff by searching Wet and River Pursuits on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until the next episode, we need to see you in the outdoors.